Welcome to episode 64 of XY Podcast with me, Dr. Yui Tunde. Thank you for tuning in. Um, today's episode, we'll be discussing the pressure of perfection. And I sort of came to this topic just kind of after sitting down and thinking about a lot of conversations that I've had with other people um, and sort of seeing that there's a common thread that connects a lot of the people that I've been talking to. And one of the things that I see is that underneath all of it is there's a need and there's a pressure of uh, perfection. Although we all know that perfection can never be achieved, it's almost like this fleeting thing you can never grab onto. But somewhere behind in our minds, we've been conditioned that perfection is actually obtainable. And that quest for perfection has left a lot of people with anxiety. It's left a lot of people disappointed. It's left a lot of people stagnant, not being, not having the ability to move because the idea is that things need to be perfect. So therefore, if it's not perfect, or if I'm not doing in a way that leads me down that path of perfection, I'm not going to do it anyway. And so there's so many missed opportunities and so many missed chances of actually getting things done and it being done in a way that is just a reflection of who you are and your abilities and, and, and that it's probably good enough. But because this whole idea of perfection has sort of engulfed so many people, are, it's, it's having a negative effect. And when I even say the, the, the pressure of perfection, it's not only just about in the workplace, right? We oftentimes see that where people are struggling um, with what we call imposter syndrome, this idea of self-doubt, this idea that do I really belong here? Um, intellectual fraud, they may, they may fraudulence, they may say, um, am I really as smart as I am on paper or as people think I am? And therefore, oftentimes people begin to doubt themselves and doubt the positions that they are in. And unfortunately, again, that leads to high anxiety, it leads to disappointment, and it leads to um, questioning one's you know, esteem and, and accomplishments. And one of the things about it is that this pressure of perfection is we don't only see the ramifications in just the workplace. We see the ramifications in relationships. I don't know if it's the, you know, the emergence of technology and this in, in social media and the fact that many of our lives are on social media. So there's ability to display what, you know, what people choose to, to display. And oftentimes those things that are displayed are oftentimes the, the best versions of us, right? We, we, we hold ourselves or we want to present ourselves in the best light. And that's something that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is that people need to understand that, right? That, that becomes an issue when you start to compare yourself because you have to understand you're only comparing yourself to a portion of what you see, not the totality of what you see and not the experience of, of, you know, of that individual. And therefore people start this whole race to, achieve this level of perfection. And it's very different than success, right? Because I honestly believe that success is how an individual defines it, right? It's almost like having, you know, what is it to have your all, right? Having it all. I honestly believe that those are decisions that are um, quite, uh, that, that, that an individual 
kind of defines on their own terms. But perfection is this idea that it has to be better. I got to do better. And it's, again, different from self-improvement because self-improvement still says I am worthy. I value my gifts and my talents. I know where I sometimes fall short. I know what I also need to work on. But understanding that I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm just aiming for a better version of myself. And that better version of myself is also, of course, going to include sometimes not great things, right? Because again, we're not perfect. We're working towards this idea of self-improvement, not necessarily perfection. So we're working towards a higher version of ourselves, right? Not the perfect version of ourselves because the perfect version of ourselves is not attainable. Now, with that being said, we see this idea of perfection in the workplace and the ramifications of that perfection in relationships. My relationships needs to be a certain way. My marriage needs to be a certain way. And if it's not a certain way, then I am not ideal or it is not ideal or it is not a reflection of what it's supposed to be or socially accepted um, as. And that again has some problems. Again, that that's an issue. Because we have to also understand that in relationships and in marriage, there are going to be tough times. There are going to be issues. It's sometimes things are just not black and white. There's that gray and there are going to be happy times. There are going to be sad times. There are going to be times where you feel disappointed. There are going to be all those types of emotions. And in order to understand those emotions, you have to move away from this idea of a perfect marriage or a perfect life. No, you're going to design and create the life that... What's the word? Design and create the life that is a reflection of who you are and understand that the reflection of who you are both contains the good, the bad, and sometimes the ugly. But what you're doing is ensuring that you focus on how do you continue to improve on the bad, continue to improve on the ugly, and how do you continue to better the good? Right. But understanding that those things exist right within all of us, they exist within the workplace, they exist within our marriage, they exist within our relationships. Now, again, I said two things that happens. The pressure of perfection often forces people to feel high levels of anxiety and that has spillover effect, not only in your personal life, as spillover effect in your family and in your home life, in your relationships, in your marriage, in your workplace, in your ability to want to, uh, you know, establish something on your own, in your ability to want to move forward in your life. Not only does it create high levels of anxiety, it also creates what we call stagnancy. Like people feel stuck. And, and, I, and I often hear this a lot and I totally understand it. It's like this ability to not being able to move. And oftentimes that ability of feeling stuck and not being able to move is because in your brain and in your mind, I believe that there's a certain vision that you have for yourself and there's a certain way that your life should go. And, and oftentimes that vision doesn't include the negatives, the disappointments, the setbacks. It doesn't include anything that is contrary to what is successful or what is good. It includes like a rainbow and an ice cream, things that are beautiful, right? Usually our visions are positive ones, of course, that we have for ourselves. But we fail to understand that in this journey of life, there are going to be obstacles, there are going to be hiccups, there are going to be things that, you know, 
sometimes throw a wrench in the plan and sometimes muddle the vision. Um, and I think by embracing that and understanding that we let go of this idea that life is never going to be perfect, but I can create it in a way that is, that I am content, that I am satisfied in which I am happy with the haves and the have nots. And I am able to deal with both of them accordingly. I think that's extremely important. I think that's extremely important. And another thing that I also, you know, notice is that even in relationships, I think a lot of people who are single right now and sort of looking um, to date or, you know, find their life partner. One of the things that I've also noticed is that this level of looking for the perfect spouse or the perfect um, or having the perfect relationship, looking for the perfect man or the perfect woman, not understanding that those things don't necessarily exist. So we've sort of created this blockage in our mind that's not allowing us to fully accept people for the, the way they are or meet them where they are or giving them room or space to grow. So we're looking for individuals or, you know, people are looking for individuals that somehow, exhibit this level of perfection. The hair has to be perfect, the makeup, uh, the dressing, the school, the job, everything has to align. And oftentimes that's not necessarily the case. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're not a good person, that they don't have a future, that they don't have potential, that they're not beautiful. It's just that this whole idea of, of and this chase for perfection has given people this unnecessary pressure. And so you have more people who are single much longer, um, and rightfully so, they have their own reasons. But even talking to some who are looking for, and you start to hear the criteria, you start to hear these things, and everyone is 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 definitely afforded the right to decide who they want to marry, who or who they want to end up with, or the type of spouse they want to have. Absolutely, absolutely. But one thing we have to also understand is that nobody's perfect. That doesn't excuse behavior. That doesn't justify behavior. That doesn't condone behavior or attitude. But what it does is that it leaves a little bit of room and a, and a door open for self-improvement. It leaves the, the door open for understanding people and meeting them where they are. It leaves the door open for understanding that there are going to be some tough times. There are going to be difficulty. There's going to be obstacles that are in that, that may come in front of you in every single factor, in every single shape of your life, right? Whether it's your workplace, whether it's your home, whether it's your personal life, whether it's in your school, whatever it may be, those things will arise, right? It's, you know, so I think we have to kind of move the mind frame in the conversation, um, of how do we deal with this whole idea of, wanting to wanting things to be perfect but fully understanding that that's absolutely not possible so we need to let go of being perfect with this whole idea and this false narrative of perfection understand that you know there may be flawless diamonds but most diamonds are not flawless right so meaning that they're still beautiful they still shine as bright even with its imperfections and so it's about embracing our imperfections honing them working on them but understanding that we all share that same commonality of we all have imperfections we're all not perfect but most of us feel this pressure to be perfect and we need to let go of that pressure to be perfect we need to let go and embrace all of our imperfections and sort of and give people the space and the room to grow right um and so that was sort of you know what was on my mind and what was 
on I guess my thoughts in terms of this topic. I just see that it's been a common thread and it keeps popping up and I kept asking myself, so why does why do, why do I feel this way? Why does this person feel this way? What's stopping them? What's blocking them? And I and I come to that conclusion that they just want it to be perfect. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting it to be perfect. But I think maybe we just need to change the word that it's not perfect, you know, because things can't be perfect. But maybe um, they just want to be able to maybe put their best self forward or it be a reflection of their most, you know, highest self or their best input, I would say. Um, and sometimes we may fall short, but that's normal and that's natural and it's perfectly okay. So thank you for tuning in to XY Podcast, episode 64 of XY Podcast. You can tune in and listen to it on all platforms. You can visit my website, www.dryatunday.com. You can find me on Instagram, I am Yatunde. Leave your thoughts, share with your friends and your colleagues. Thank you.